going through a divorce? Well, you're not alone. And you also know uh, the hell it can create, not just for mom and dad, but of course on the kids. And right now, two million children are living in divorced or separated families. So the Liberals have introduced Bill C-78, which is a complete overhaul of the process. First time it's been done in 20 years, and they're changing everything from the language, getting rid of terms like custody, making that to parenting time. Access becomes parenting orders. So they're softening the language, but more importantly, the courts would be mandated to consider the child's physical uh, and emotional well-being, the safety, and factor in things like a relationship with parents, grandparents, and other people in a child's life that have to be considered. In other words, they want to give children a much bigger voice. Is that enough? Let's ask someone who deals with family law. Michael Cochran is with btzlaw.ca. He joins me now. Michael, what's your overall takeaway with the changes that the Liberals are proposing in Bill C-78? Uh, it's all good news. Uh, I think family law lawyers uh, in particular and, and family law clients should welcome all of these changes. What is it? Um, because as I look at it, it looks that children have more of a say. Uh, yeah, it's certainly a, a part of our system that we allow children once they get to a certain age or level of maturity to you know have their views and preferences uh, considered. But I think what the big change here is this shift in terminology from winner loser, one gets custody, one gets access uh, to this language of uh, of allocating parenting. Mm-hmm responsibilities rather than, you know, saying one person's got it all and one person just got these visiting rights with the children. So um, it's not so much a child's voice being heard as much as saying to the parents, we want to know how we should split up responsibility for this child. Some of it involves residential time. Some of it involves making decisions about their health, their education, their schooling, their, you know, general welfare. How are we going to put all of that into some kind of parenting plan to allow you to manage parenting this child as you go forward, which is a much more sophisticated way of doing things? It is. But when it comes to this issue, um, you're dealing with emotion and, and, you know, love of a child, which can prompt any kind of action from a parent um, who might look at an order as being unfair. So you're often dealing on emotion, no matter how they change the language. And so how does it make the process let's say, cleaner, nicer? Well, uh, you know, uh, this is a a good part of it, is, you know, trying to take that emotion out. Because usually when we say to clients, um, they'll come in and say, well, I want to have custody. I want to have sole custody of this child. And you say, well, tell me a little bit about how you managed things in the past. Who took that child to the doctor? Who planned that child's hockey and soccer um, uh, sports activities? Who was responsible for getting to the dentist? How did you manage your time with this child uh, before you split up? Mm-hmm. And as you focus on the things that parents actually did, you can say to them, well, why wouldn't you continue with, you know, you looking after the medical dental, and why doesn't dad look after the sporting extracurricular activities? Who, who was paying the bills? Mm-hmm. Let's allocate child support to make sure that all these things keep happening in a way that's peaceful for the child. And most of us now who are doing, you know, court orders or separation agreements for families put all of those things into something called a parenting plan. We've been trying to get away from this 
custody access language. So this is going to help us to do that. Will it help dads? I mean, we hear from a lot of dads who feel like they get shortchanged because the courts generally favor uh, or rule in favor of moms. Yeah, I think it's. I think it is good news for dads because they, they in particular, would want us to uh, want the courts and want lawyers to focus on their role, maintaining their role in, in the life of this child. So a lot of dads will say to us, "Hey, why should I go from being able to put my child to bed, you know, two or three times a week, and and going to the soccer games and extracurriculars and the school play? Why would I go from that to only seeing my child every second weekend?" Parenting plans and a focus on, on on a parenting plan as opposed to one gets custody, one gets access helps them do that. Is there an area where you feel we still need to see change? Yeah, uh, the family law system is way yeah. too expensive, way too slow, and cumbersome. Like and just cumbersome, and yeah. you wouldn't believe the paperwork. It gets worse every year for the number of forms that people have to fill out. Uh, so there really is a lot of work to do on that. I mean, the bill tries to address that. It tries to make it easier for people to get out of the court system into mediation and some other uh, dispute resolution processes, but uh, it doesn't really solve the big problem of if you have to hire a lawyer, right. it's expensive, and we find that there are more and more people in court representing themselves. In some courts, 60 70 80% of the people there don't have lawyers. Yeah. And that can cause all sorts of problems, but so can hiring a lawyer, because if you, you know, middle class or lower income and you don't have that kind of cash, really, in the long term, you're hurting the child because you're taking directly out of their care. Absolutely. Instead of putting money into RESPs for this child, you're putting monies into a, to a lawyer's account. Now, they've tried to solve some of those problems with the bill. They've tried to make it uh, give opportunities for people to do certain things themselves, like if you need to do a recalculation of your child support. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to go back to court to do stuff like that. There are these online services that are being provided by provincial governments and, and by the federal government that allow you to, to go and do those calculations on your own, and I think that's, that's a start. It's it's not going to solve the the big expenses, though. And in your experience, what is the advice you give to um, you know parents going through this? Because there's a lot of stress, a lot of anger, a lot of emotion. And if you can just get through that, um, you know what what advice do you give them uh, to get you know expedited through this and, and the least amount of damage? Yeah, you really. I always say to clients, it's kind of like walking across hot coals. <laughs> you put your mind to it. And you just walk across. You don't go out there and walk around on the coals and, you know, make it last as long as possible because you're going to burn your feet. What I suggest is you you make a plan, you focus on the best interests of your children, which is what this bill is trying to help people do. Put your own interests aside and recognize that this person on the other side, mom or a dad, you're going to have to work with that parent for years. Yeah. In some cases, 25 years until they finish, uh, you know, their first and second degrees at university. So... Take, take the long view and, uh, and find a peaceful way to work with that person. Sounds easy. I know it's very tough for parents to do, but it is, uh, it is I think, in the, long, in the long term, the right way to go. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Michael, very much. Okay. Michael Cochran joining us. He is a family lawyer with btzlaw.ca. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.